Last session, Row and Eight arrived in Balcora. They met a new friend called Trix, and together they went on a rooftop chase, followed by a break and enter. And now they are in the process of finding uh, somewhere to stay. So, Trix, as you lead Row and Eight, and subsequently Bessie, who is tied up and following on the streets below, where do you take the group? I'm gonna lead them back to my hideout. That's kind of that was where I was planning to go after I was done this job. Right. And where is your hideout? In the other direction, on the other side of town. It is in a dilapidated building. It's uh, not exactly well appointed, but it's uh, where I stay these days until I can get back to where I actually live. You're able to do so successfully. You are able to meander on the rooftops and avoid any more bronze bruisers. Uh, the group of you arrive at this dilapidated building, which is in an area that the bruisers don't necessarily come and visit, mostly because there aren't really a lot of people over here, so their presence is very minimal as opposed to some of the other areas of town. The story is yours, players. As we're going across the rooftops, so, Trix, what, what is it, what is it we helped you do exactly? Who, who, who are you, and what is your purpose for such covert operations? Well, uh, I'm an independent contractor of sorts. Um, I was looking for a particular document. My client wants it. I don't necessarily know for what. I suspect blackmail. These things, this is pretty common. Uh, by the looks of things. This is a very scandalous and incriminating letter. It's a good read if you want to read it, but I do need it back afterwards. I am very curious. It's between the the inhabitant of the home and a person that they are definitely having an affair with that they are not supposed to be having an affair with. <sighs> spicy. Very spicy. Ro, you would read someone's personal and private correspondence? <laughs> no. And you wouldn't? Would you like to read it? I would not. Ah, it's a it's a riveting read. I think I am most content with just knowing the contents of the letter. I don't think I need to read it. And this person is a bad person. Well, I mean that depends on on how you look at things. I don't really know a lot about their moral character. I was just I was just hired to go in and get a document. Mm -hmm. Like borrowing a book from a library for someone. Well, yes. Although, when people borrow books from the library, it is assumed that one would read them. And I'll wave the letter, like... like <laughs> <laughs> in front of eight. That is true. Books are meant to be read. Though private correspondence is meant to be shared only with people the original recipient has confidence in. I'm the secondary recipient. I am now. You called yourself an independent contractor. That just means for any sort of work or just this sort of clandestine shenanigan? Well, my my skill set tends to uh, align itself with this line of work. I can do other things. Probably. Can you bake? You know, I haven't actually tried. Can you bake? Can I bake? Friend Ro. Can I bake? Of course I can. There's 
definitely way longer of a pause than there should be. Eight definitely bakes. Oh, delightful. Perhaps when we get back, we can, well, I mean, it, it's definitely far past dinner time and we've been running around. We should have a meal. We should. I think I would like that. So, this, uh, are we going to your your place or is it a, a, some sort of facility that includes a kitchen? Well, I do not have kitchen equipment. I mean, unless there is another place that you would rather go. I, I was, after I've done this, I was just planning to go back to, uh, back to my hideout. Oh, okay. Oh, hideout. Well, not a hideout. Well, it's my temporary place of residence. Do we have permission to be there? Yes. Do you have permission to be there? Yes. Oh, okay. I have permission to me from me. Oh, no. No, I mean, that actually is abandoned. I understand. But what about the two of you? What brings you to, uh, to this, to this town? Well, we come from very, very far away on a quest of sorts. A secret quest. Secret quest. A quest? That sounds very grand. It has taken several months to progress through this quest, I, I, I will admit. Does feel very large scale. It spans across both continents of regime. So, if it's a secret, does that mean you can't tell me? Maybe, perhaps, if you were to help us out, we could let you in on some of the secret components of this quest. I mean, I just took you on my secret quest, so it's fair that I can come with you on your secret quest. That's true. That is very fair. Mm -hmm. I suppose an exchange would be in order. I don't know the extent of which our quest will take you. However, you are definitely most welcome to share in everything that this quest has to offer. Exciting. Okay, maybe we should talk about this when we've had a chance to sit down, maybe rest up a little bit. Yes, I've had the chance to enjoy Eight's baking. Mm hmm Let me tell you, I have learned the best recipe for what is called a, quote, baked potato and you will die for it. I hope I will not die. Oh no, not literally. I am told that dying for something is a good turn of phrase. Oh. Oh, I see what you mean. Right. Sorry, that sounded vaguely threatening. I, uh, I look forward to trying it then. Baked potato. <laughs> it's been a while since I had one of those. A very long while. You know what? I actually retract what I said earlier. Y'all don't make it to the hideout. And here's why. Rude. No, I have reasons. You would come between us and a baked potato? I would. I would, actually. Uh, so... Y'all have been having this conversation. Y'all have been, you know, climbing, uh, jumping across rooftops and, and all sorts of things. As you're starting to get toward, like, closer and closer to the hideout and, and tricks, you would know that you're starting to get towards the area of town where the guards really aren't as prevalent, the group of you hear a blood-curdling scream from below. Ah, uh, that noise may be alarming. We should ignore it. We must help. Really? As I'm saying that, I'm, like, starting to find the, the easiest way down from this the current rooftop. I'll say that there's, like, a one of those fire escapes along the side of this bigger building. What if somebody needs help? This is what adventurers do. I mean, we aid those in need. Ah, uh, I, I see. Well, 
I'm an independent contractor, but okay. Not really an adventurer. Guess I am now if your quest is, is the adventuring type. Let's see. I'll follow you down the fire escape. Coming down here, what do I see? What do we, what's going on? Where'd the skin come from? Is there blood? Is there a pie? Is there a pie? Excellent question. I want pie. Like me, Kappa. Ah. I want pie. Last time there was pie involved in our quests, someone did die. <laughs> oh no. As you get to the street, you look around and you don't really see anything right off the bat, but you can hear from around the corner that scream again, and you hear footsteps running down the street towards you. They don't sound metallic. You hear, help! Somebody help me! Ro, you were correct. Maybe they do need help. Yeah. Hello! Yes, we are here to help. Um... Are you heading towards the corner as you say this? Yeah. What do you need? <laughs> so I announce it to the darkness. <laughs> Give me a quick coordination check. Easy difficulty, so one purple, please. Okay. One failure, two advantage. As you turn the corner, bam! This person that had been running down the street slams right into you, and you fall on your butt. Okay, out. <laughs> oh no. Um, don't worry. That was, my, that was on me. That was on me. You can either use those two advantage to notice the thing or gather some strain back. I'm going to gather some strain back. The individual that fell into you, scrambling back to their feet, and, and you watch. Uh, they're dressed relatively nicely. Clearly should not have been out on the streets at night. Oh, I'm I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to... Like, just... I... Uh, the the thing is is out and it's 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 after me and I, I don't know what to do I, I I can't fight for myself just uh, and they're very distraught you can see down the street that there is this very bright white light that seems to be moving towards you when she says fight I draw my sword I'm gonna have the group of you roll vigilance. Okay. Vigilance. And this is an easy check, so there's gonna be no difficulty. Just so whatever your vigilance is, that's what you're gonna roll. Okay. I don't have ranks in vigilance. Yep. So you're just gonna have two green. Oh, two green. All right. Okay. Yep. I'll learn how to play this game. I swear. It's totally fine. Okay. One success. Five advantage. One success. I have two success, an advantage, and a triumph. Nice. I just got a regular success. Still good. Okay. So, for this combat, the NPC is going to get to go first, and then all the all the PCs will get to go. This individual that has run into row is now hiding off in the corner, kind of waiting to see, is this going to work, or do I have to run? So they are going to be out of combat. They are not going to be part of the situation at all. Now, Ren, you got a triumph mm -hmm. as part of your initiative role. So what do you want to do with that? Great question. Let's upgrade Rose first attack. Okay. And as I round the corner, Bessie trailing behind me, I, I see Rose drawn the sword and I say, Oh, Ro, are we preparing for conflict? I think so. Don't forget your sword play. Step, step, parry, thrust, block, repeat. Okay. All right. 
So I said that this thing was a white light that was coming towards you. Now that you're looking at it, you're starting to get adjusted to the light. You actually realize it's not a light at all. It actually is a humanoid form that is floating above the ground. Their ghostly visage appears very spectral. Their long hair trailing off behind them, almost as if they were floating in water. Their eyes appear very bloodshot. Underneath their eyes is very gaunt and shadowed. As they start coming close, you watch as they extend a single hand out, their index finger pointing at you, Roe. And you hear this really gross, phlegmy sounding screech. Phlegmy. Ew. That's going to be an average arcana check for me. Like all of the dice that are that's being collected. It's a lot of dice. I love it when the GM rolls dice. I love it when the GM makes that face after they roll a bunch of dice. What fresh hell have you come with? <laughs> <laughs> Road dies. <laughs> <laughs> Although it's not going to be pretty for you, Road, regardless. Great. You are going to take nine points of damage. <gasps> it is just three. So, uh. What does that mean? If you roll a critical, you add 3D to it. Yeah, which I don't have any criticals, so we can ignore that, but it is in snare three. So what that is going to mean is that uh, you are immobilized. Okay. For three rounds. Ooh. Okay. What happens when I have one wound left? <laughs> Do I die? No, you're still alive. Okay. Uh, you have to you have to lose all your strain and all your wounds. Got it. Okay. Don't worry about that. So if you get if you lose one more point of wound, you're gonna go unconscious. I I become incapacitated. Yeah. Perfect. I can maybe heal your strain if that would help. Not really. <laughs> oh, okay. If that would not help, I can do something else. You're good. I like this. <laughs> this is good. This is this is interesting. You like a spicy time. Yeah. I'm all for it. What this is going to look like, as I said, this like phlegmy scream can be heard, and it's very piercing, echoing along the cobblestone streets and all the bricks that are in the buildings surrounding you. And you feel this like something is grasping you from your toes up to your to your shoulders, and you watch as this spectral, almost like ghostly vine curls around your body. So for the next three rounds, Ro cannot move. Unless that immobilized is removed, which I think... Is that a spell that can do that? Or is that just it? I'm trying to remember. I mean, it's an effect. So if it's a spell effect, sure. But if it's just like a condition, I don't think... It is a spell effect. Okay. So uh, just keep that in mind. Then it is going to spend its maneuver to keep heading closer towards the group of you. PCs, it is your turn. Who would like to go? I am dying, so <laughs> I'm gonna. Ch so is, is it is it making like physical contact? You said it reached out like this, and is it, is it like touching me, or is it? It's like a range band away right now. Okay, but you are being immobilized by this like spectral vine that is mm -hmm. wrapped around your body. Oh, it's spectral, not an actual vine. Yes, I'm happy to run up to the source of this spectral vine and do it a stab. The the creature that is floating towards you, you're gonna stab. Yes. 
Yes. Okay. Yay. All right. The look on your face tells me it is ill-advised, but my character does not know that. So let's try. <laughs> I. You. You do your thing. So it is adversary one. So the difficulty will be one purple, one red. I am a duelist, so that means when engaged with a single opponent, I can add a blue to my uh, to my melee combat check. Yes, you can. Yes. And you are using are you you're using your dagger, right? Yes, I am. Okay, so that is. I think that's melee light. Yes. Uh, that is one success. And you're accurate one, so that'll be three damage. But. Okay. I could spend a story point to add three damage if I want to. Would you like to? Uh, yes, because I feel like uh, if I can get rid of the thing that is trapping Ro, that might help. Sure. So then I can up it to four damage. Uh, six, because it'll be a story point. It gives you three automatic, right? Yes. So three plus three. Oh, okay. Wow. Three plus three. So it does six. Yep. I imagine, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, that this lucky strike looks like a stab, and then you immediately, like, pull it out and stab again. So it's like a, a double hit kind of thing. Like, you got lucky. Uh, if if you want, or you can describe what, uh, what you think that looks like. I want it to be like, I will stab it, and then just kind of do a little twist. So it's, um, so it's just, it's kind of, yeah. I like that better. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, you do the stab, you do the twist. Because I have no idea what this thing actually is. I just, um, it's a lucky strike because maybe I hit a weak point and I didn't know. I just did a stab. So, does it have blood? It does not. Ah. But it took the damage. It did take damage, though it doesn't appear to be as wounded as it should be. Ah. Okay. That's useful. Unfortunate, but useful. I did forget one thing. I I do want everybody to give me a fear check, please. So fear is going to be a discipline check. Okay. Oh, I have discipline. And that is going to be daunting. So that will be four purple. Ooh. Woof. Ooh, Ooh, ouch. Two failures, three threats. Okay. Rope. Uh, one failure and one advantage. Okay. Eight. I have two failures and an advantage. So, um, Trix, you are going to get your stab off, but it is right after you do that, like, twist, and you realize, huh, this doesn't seem to be doing as much damage as it should. Like, something for some reason causes you to look up at this thing's face, Mm. and you become paralyzed with fear. So you are going to be immobilized for this next round. Ah, okay. Um, so like, um, you you got your turn in, but your next the next round you're not gonna. The next do round anything. I'm not doing anything. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Understood. Eight. Um. I lose my action, right? Yep. You're gonna lose your action. I will run up to Rose's side. And, and say, "Wow, that is the most bizarre thing I have ever seen," and it is. Very fitting that I see it as soon as we arrive in Balcora. Ro, I mean, you're already immobilized, so like, what does God, this no. look like for you? I, I think, I think it's me just trying to very weakly struggle and like, try, like take my sword to try to like push it through these spectral vines, but doesn't work. And uh, an eight. Yep, it's the most bizarre thing I've ever seen and felt. 
right. It is the creature's turn again. So it has Ro immobilized. Um, Trix, you're like right next to it. So I mean, you're easy prey. It's going to actually reach out and you're going to watch as it's going to very gently kind of like go to caress your cheek. And as it pulls its hand back, you are going to feel these like claws uh, rubbing against your cheek, which you have you have the mask on, right? Yes. Yeah. So you could like can feel it against the leather against your skin. E. Okay. So I do have a um a talent that means I can take three strain and add three difficulty to this check. Hey. I mean, although technically it's called dodge though, so I don't know if narratively it would be appropriate for me to do that since I'm standing there like paralyzed by fear. I'll leave that one up to you. We can narratively call it like a flinch and apply it that way. Okay, yep. I'm okay with that. Okay, I'm happy to do that. Happy to flinch. Happy to flinch. Okay. Ooh, all right. So you feel those claws rubbing, pushing, basically pushing into the leather mask. Um, and you f- you feel it against your skin, but it doesn't actually puncture the mask. And when the hand is fully away from your face, you know, because you, you were able to like move just enough where it wasn't able to puncture you watch as this creature's face suddenly becomes very angry the brows knit in a scowl and its jaw kind of loosens and comes down until its mouth is open in this gaping maw so it did get three threat on its roll which means um your group is going to get a significant advantage in the ongoing encounter so whatever you would like that to look like. So it is the PC's turn. I believe Trix is now. I'm still. I think I'm still paralyzed by fear because I needed because I did a stab and then I was supposed to lose my next turn. Yes. So you're paralyzed with fear, but you can talk. Okay. So if there's anything you want to do for that, eight lost their turn last turn, mm-hmm. and Roe is still immobilized. So whoever wants to take their turn, you're up. So we get an ongoing benefit? Yep, you're going to get a significant benefit in the encounter. Significant benefit. My brain goes immediately towards hear me out, you you, you two. Uh, or, you know, let me know what you think if you have any other ideas. That, like, a patrol of two of the bronze bruisers show up and start attacking this thing. Ooh. It's breaking curfew. Yeah. We're also breaking curfew, which is fun. They can deal with this thing and then deal with us. Yeah, let's do that. And you want two of them to show up? All right. I will keep that in mind. Is there anything, uh, you know, for those of you that can do things that you would like to do? I can't do much. I mean, I could do a lot. I can talk and I could be like, uh, all right. Uh, I will help to free you, Ro. In a somewhat encouraging manner, as I stand there, paralyzed by fear. This is fine. I, I'm really trying. It's not working. Friend Ro, you appear to be in distress. Allow me to assist. I am so much distressed. I will attempt to dispel. Great. As I brandish my spoon again, and I point it at these spectral vines, and I basically attempt to, like, scrape them off with the spoon as I cast a dispel. 
Is that easy difficulty, I think? Uh, it is hard. All right, give me your... Spend your strain and give me that check. Immediate difficulty. The default is hard. Yep. I failed. <laughs> you failed. Continue singing. But I have an advantage, so I'll recover one strain, suffer two strain. So net one. <laughs> oh, net loss of one. And I'm I'm just scraping at the vines with the spoon, and I'm it starts to glow a little bit, and I just go, I'm sorry, Ro, this appears to be non-magical. It definitely looks like Eight is just trying to scoop smoke. Like, it shifts when <laughs> oh. the spoon goes through, but then it re like reforms. Mm, Why can I not remove this? At the same time, I'm still struggling by sword, trying to force it through. Trix is watching this and being like, you can't remove it because you're using a spoon to cut through. Would you like a knife? <laughs> Oh no, I have knives. That's pretty good. And why? We could talk about this later. I love this so much. Seeing that Trix appears to be unaffected by their claws, this creature does take kind of a. They take their maneuver and they move back a little bit more. And they are going to, with their dislocated jaw, let out a wail and it is this high pitched screech yay ew gross okay this is going to be aimed at Trix because Trix is closest I'm standing right there I did stab it so understandable exactly you attacked so right that is going to be four damage minus one so so what is your soak you have free soak so um i'm only gonna knock off two points because it's gonna ignore your soak one of your soak so that is going to be four wounds you're gonna take as you you, like can feel this thing like ringing this noise ringing in your ears e thank you it is at this point that the group of you hear the sound of clanking metal feet as two of the bronze bruisers marching in synchronized marching turn a corner and start heading towards you from down the street. I'm going to allow the PCs to go before we introduce them into combat. So this is uh, Rose's third turn. Does that mean he is free or does that mean he's free on the next one? Free on the next one. Okay. Cool. I'm sorry, Rose. <laughs> no, no, you're good. not kind. It's all good. No, I'm, I'm, I'm... Might I try another stab? I do not have a, a lot of options, so. You are always welcome to try at this yes. table. Uh, thank you. Two yellow, one blue, one red, one yeah, purple. Okay, excellent, thank you. That's a wash. No. So nothing happens? What does this look like? I think I'm still, like, the, its scream is ringing in my mind, and I try to stab it, and not much happens i guess i I miss it and i'm also glad to have my movement back so i kind of stepped away from it i tried to do like three different things all conflicting at once i'm a little bit disoriented i so i like that i like that description okay realizing i'm doing nothing with these vines i take the spoon 
and I point it across the uh, the street towards the creature, and I just yell out, "You are terrifying, but you are also very rude." And I will use a magical attack, and I will give it the deadly quality. Ooh. But short range to begin with, so yep. uh, it's going to be medium difficulty. Upgrade once, though. But upgrade it once. Okay. I'll use my maneuver to aim the spell. Okay. And I will give this a roll. I have two success, an advantage, and the effects of a triumph. Hell yeah. So how much damage are you going to do? I'm going to do... Uh, damage equal to my intellect, which is four, five, six, so six damage, and I will use the triumph to activate a critical hit. Okay, roll me your d100. Man, and I didn't get out the d100. And it is gonna, it only has one soak, so you do five points of damage. And I will say that as this attack hits, the group of you watch this thing screech in pain, and you watch as if the wound actually made a visible mark on this spectral being. Yeah. Ooh. And since it was deadly, I have vicious too, so I'll add 20 to whatever I roll here. Okay, cool. Which is a 62, which brings me to 82. Wow, 82 points of damage. Wow. Do you have the table open? Believe it. I do not. But you do. Yeah, I do. Hello, it was right in front of me. 82, you said? Yep. All right, the target cannot voluntarily suffer strain to activate any abilities or gain additional maneuvers until it is healed, so uh, it is winded. Boo. I mean, great. I love it. I know you kind of wanted something a little better than that, but at least it's something, right? I wanted to murder it. Yeah, a little spicier. Little bit more fizzy. Bro, is there anything that you would like to... I'm going to... uh, If I can turn in place... Sure, why not? Yeah, face the other NPC that we were helping. Are they still around? She left. (laughs) She is gone. The minute you were basically encased in vines and everybody else was paralyzed in fear, that was their clue clue to, like, just book it. (laughs) That's my cue to cheese it. I think think narratively, then, it'll, (laughs) it'll be like... Uh, we have this handled. You can you can run now. You can leave. You sh- uh, I highly advise you leave. Oh, you're not there. You've left. Okay, smart. I roll my eyes. <laughs> it is at this point that the bronze bruisers become involved, and you watch as they kind of come to a bit of a stop, a little bit of ways away from this thing, and they do attempt to attack it. This is the part where we see the NPCs also fail a fear check, and they just stand there, slack-jawed in terror as well. So you know how you made that joke about NPCs that also fail? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um... <laughs> these bruisers, they stop, and this is, this is very methodical the way they do this, and they do this in sync... They immediately stop. They slam the butt of the halberd against the cobblestone street. They heft it up and they throw. It goes like just past this thing. 
and actually lands on either side of Row. You hear thunk thunk. I believe that is the creature's turn now. Seeing that eight is causing much more pain and suffering than this creature would like, it is once again going to make that phlegmy screech. I have a ranged defense of one, and I think I will use my dodge. To add three? To add two strain, or to upgrade it twice, because I can suffer up to two. Sure. I basically close my eyes when it starts making this awful, screechy face. So the results are a threat and the effects of a triumph. It does not succeed. Hmm. That was a lot of dice. Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this thing range defense one until the end of its next turn. And and what that'll look like is uh, this flimmy like cry goes out, but you know, Ada kinda almost like just kind of bounces off like sound waves bounces and kinda like just goes off. It doesn't seem to affect you. And as a result, you watch as this luminescent glow, this almost like aura kind of like forms over this creature. PCs, it is your turn. I'm free now, right? And everybody is free. Yes, Ro, you should do a thing. Yeah, I should do a thing. I can't do much. I'm just going <laughs> assessing the situation. As much as I don't like to admit it, maybe um, the person uh, had the right idea. Might we run? And that's all I'm going to suggest. You know, not a bad idea. That was my original plan to keep running. We did make sure that the citizen was safe. So realistically, mission accomplished. Right. All right. Yep. All right. <laughs> Booking um, it. <laughs> I'm not arguing with that. Cheese it. <laughs> All right. If you're going to cheese it and do so successfully, you will have to each spend a, d- a strain to take your additional maneuver to get out of sight of the guards because they are going to be after you as well. Yes. Let's let's do that. Ugh, I hate mm-hmm. those guys. Mm-hmm. A gab, I tell you. All right. So you spend your two strain to get your additional maneuver and book it. The three of you are able to successfully then round a corner and make it far enough away that the guards will no longer be a threat. You are out of combat. Hey! As we round that corner, I look at you, Trix. I smile and say, so how far are we from your hideout? Um, I think we we not too far. Maybe a couple blocks. I would very much appreciate some shelter. Yes. Well, it has a roof. If that isn't, like, absolutely real. I want some shelter. Well, it has a roof. (laughs) I hope it has walls, too. It does. It has multiple walls. Fantastic. Friend Ro, are creatures like that common in Balkora? Not that I remember, no. Perhaps a lot has changed in the months that you have been gone. Maybe. Again, magic is very rare here. You were originally from Balkora? Yes, yes, very much so. If you take a uh, closer look, the armor does look Balkoran. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Yes, but again, the quest took me to Yulela and then brought me back here. Welcome home. (laughs) Thank you very much. 
Although it could be a bit more smoother as I'm like really trying. Like I, I, I imagine Ro is just trying to like. There, there's there, there's a bit of a stiffness in him that he's really trying to trying to stretch out. Yeah, no, um, hate stuff like that is very rare here. In the past couple of weeks that I've been here, have I noticed an increase in strange spectral presences? You actually, since you've been around for the last couple of weeks, you would know that this is actually the reason why there's a curfew. You don't exactly know how it came about or if it was there before. You get the impression that it wasn't there before you arrived. You know, and from talk of the town that you've overheard, like, nobody's been able to figure out how to get rid of it. And there have been some townsfolk that have died because of it, which is why they instituted the curfew. Hmm. Okay. Well, I will explain this to the party. And, mm-hmm. uh, well, yeah, well, that is the reason for the curfew. Well, it's no wonder they can't get rid of it. There's no, there's no one here is a magic wielder. I'll look over at eight. It's... Until now... Suppose this means I have a duty to destroy this creature. Adventurers. <laughs> With a spoon. With a spoon. For- forgive my ignorance, but what is the purpose of the spoon? I use my spoon to channel magical energy. Some would call it a wand of sorts. I see. That's very impressive. Though we have fled for the time being, I suppose I might return and destroy it yeah <laughs> maybe that might be a question for the morning yes maybe we can find a way so that the bronze bruisers won't interrupt us won't harry us while we are trying to help well as long as we're um breaking curfew they they should be grateful for the assistance but they are so they probably won't be grateful for anything We've had some success with talking to sort of township leaders, mayors, and whatnot. Is there, is there any figure like that we can talk to in the morning? Oh, highly likely. I'll need a change of clothes. And I that makes sense. Think with that, we will call the session ended and see where the party ends up next time. Hmm. Woo! Yes. Thanks for listening. We hope you'll join us next time, but in the interim, follow us on Twitter at Roads Uncharted. The Roads Uncharted podcast is GM'd and produced by Dax, whom you can find on Twitter at GM underscore Dax. We use the Genesis RPG system published by Fantasy Flight Games and music licensed by Epidemic Sound. Roe is played by Kappa, and you can follow him on Twitter at the Kappa Chris. Eight is played by Ren, who also composed the music for our opening theme. Follow them on Twitter at Thorny Dryad. Trix is played by Sebastian, and you can follow them on Twitter at Sebastian Yue.